Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Are you ready to go GMCC Racing? Fans running to the fences, side by side. Boards gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper. With me today, as always... Brandon White here, guys. Awesome day. It's going to be an awesome... It is going to be an awesome day. We're back. I'm getting kind of tired of this uh, bi-weekly routine. I think it's about time we start ramping it up. Oh, yeah. Let's... Let's call it a year. Inside. Let's call it a year and start going back to our weekly schedule. This is a, this is getting to be nuts. Right. It's had about two months for the first GNCC race. Yeah. Yep. yep. We got about ten days before the net before the first Supercross Cross, race. Yeah. So awesome. excited about that, yeah. guys! We got to talk about um, Pulp Fantasy and Rocky Mountain Fantasy because we got a lot going on there. Yep. So Brandon, remind me. Don't let me forget to talk about that because you guys need to sign up this year. We uh, have 18 people already signed up. That was from 18, the previous 19, year. Yeah. yeah so like let's that. double that this year. We got some awesome sponsors going to be giving away products. Speaking of our awesome sponsors, yes. We want to thank Guts Racing since 1985. They've been the leader in seat innovation and technology, and uh, they make the best seats, best seat covers in the game. And if you don't trust me, trust people like Thad Duvall, trust people like Joel Hetrick. Those guys use them to their maximum performance, unlike Brandon and I. <laughs> and and uh, they're the best. They're the they best. Are. Best looking, best uh, performance. performance. Can't beat them. Right. And also, we want to thank our awesome sponsor, Seal Savers, for coming right. on board and supporting this show. Uh, great guys, product. Any, great product. Anything from, from your ATV to your dirt bike to your mountain bike to your truck, car, side okay, by so. side. If you need fork seal protection, trust those guys and nobody else. They're affordable products. Just got even a little bit more affordable with the right. discount code SPLITLINE, capital SPLITLINE, to save 25% off of any product that they have. So you guys trust them. Easy application. Brandon, how long did it take you to put your, your uh, uh, forks covers on? Maybe five minutes. Maybe five minutes maybe what were you doing for the other four minutes um i don't know <laughs> probably drinking my beer yeah so, <laughs> there we go guys trust them uh i mean i tell you what it it, it saves your forks it saves it your seals mm-hmm. and if you're balling on a budget like we are yeah. then that's what you need yeah so brandon we got an awesome episode 59 lined up for everybody today you want to announce who's coming on the show today yeah man um josh strang gncc champion Full fast sprint Dora champion. Guy's been around the block count time or two. I mean, so we're going to get to talk to him. It's very exciting. Yep, we're excited about it. Awesome to have Josh on. Uh, but before he comes on, let's talk just a little bit before we get into it about um, we need to talk about the the fantasy that we have uh, in split yeah. or in the uh, Pulp MX fantasy. Uh, we have a league inside the Pulp MX league that you guys need to sign up for so we can have fun together with yeah. it, talk trash, whatever it may be. Um, I believe the league name is, is it just split line? I think it's split line off road. If you just go to search and type in the split, it should 
just pop right up. It should pop right yeah, up. Yeah, because nobody else's name is as cool as Split Line. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> so check that out and uh, um, compete with us. We will be, just like last year, mm -hmm. we'll be announcing um, the weekly winners mm -hmm. and the points leaders in yeah. that series. So it's, it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun with right. that. And I think that we're going to do a little bit more giveaway this year. Um, we definitely are going to do a little bit, or, a little bit more giveaway. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, we talked about having seal savers. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to be a care package. Care, have, giving away a care package. Uh, we haven't quite figured out exactly how we're going to do it right. um, because we want to not only give away for the guy that wins the overall, but uh, the guy that uh, um, maybe we can maybe every once in a while we could do like a weekly uh, um, uh, race winning yeah. giveaway or something like that as well. So it's going to be uh, an awesome season, and we're looking forward to spending it with you guys and. Uh, yeah, just spanking you guys. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Especially Justin Groff. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, he's not allowed to win anymore. <laughs> so, so um, um, how was your Christmas? Christmas was great. We had a good uh, Christmas with the family. Um, kids got a lot of mm -hmm. toys and had a lot of fun. And uh, right. yeah, so uh, how's uh, how's Christmas for Colton with the cast on this oh, year? Oh man, uh, he enjoyed it. He was uh, had fun. I got him an RC car. Uh, one of those, not real fast, but it's it's kind. It's a pretty nice one. Yeah. And uh, he enjoyed that. So we've been out playing that. That. and actually we were playing before we came here or before i came here and um doing that stuff and uh he's hoping to get his cast off and um so i was telling you i had a little bit of big news so yeah. i am me colton and jonathan are signed up for the full fast sprint enduro for february 12th and 13th in north carolina wow nice right. nice yeah. so are you guys will be staying in a hotel down there no no <clears throat> toy hauler Oh yeah, that's right. Jonathan has a toy hauler. He just upgraded too. So really, it's one. that it's nice <laughs> to know people, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for uh, nephews. That's exciting. I knew you were planning on um, uh, thinking about doing that, but to pull the trigger mm -hmm. on that is pretty awesome. Yeah, and one of the biggest reasons why we went there's because everybody knows there's two full fast sprint and Dora series is going on right now. Yeah. Um, we're doing the one because they went to a one day format for like you know your minis and your c guys will be on saturday and your yeah. b and a and pro guys will be on sunday that works better for us mm -hmm. um it's not that we had nothing to do with the other series um i think they're going the other series is going to track 93 we plan on racing that i yeah. think yeah for sure might as well so it's nothing we have against anything love both series is it just that one works out better for us because we can take off friday Ride Saturday, focus, leave out Sunday focus morning. On, uh, get back for work. Yeah, focus on Colton on on Saturday, and then ride sat or Sunday. No, I race Saturday. Oh, too. you race. Sa yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, so it works out for me. And yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Is Jonathan planning on doing any uh, a um, ATV nationals this year? Uh we talked about it. I mean, we're coming back to High Point. Um, I've even talked about you know trying her out just to. Just have fun. I didn't get the race too much last year because of my my whole uh, sickness and all that crap. So yeah, we're back out of that and back in the racing form. That's good. That's good. Uh, hey, going completely off the topic. Going back to Christmas and everything. Victoria got a hoverboard. Mm -hmm. Have you tried one of those things? Mm, what is which the hover? I'm talking like just like the like it's like a skateboard, but the wheels are facing forwards and backwards, and you just lean forward, yeah. lean backwards. Yeah. I've been on one of those. It's it's not very pretty. It's not. You ever like you ever see like where you get in the shake? Yeah. The yeah, shake. Like Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. I, I usually end up there, and if you don't realize that, some of those have weight limits, so. Like usually, I can't get on just anybody's. <laughs> well, she got one that's like a like a uh, supposed to be an off road one. I'll believe it when I see it. When it right. go, you know, when you see her do it, she's good. I, I'm sure she's really she's, good. She's a young, yeah, you know, 
very young and I get on there. I get on there and I instantly look like I'm like 50 years old. Right. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Like I feel like my knee's going to break. Or yeah. Something. I'm just like, 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 you know, if you guys have video right now, you can see us. We're just, just in here shaking. shaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I tell you what, it 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 kind of feels like we just we were just talking about how man, okay, off season starting, and then now we're already talking about yeah. how it it feels like it's getting ready to ramp back up right. again. Right. And uh, I'm excited to talk to Josh and talk about you know what he's doing in the off season, and you know that he's got it dialed to. To T. the T at this right. point in his career with the family and and he knows exactly when to get ramped up. So I'm excited to see you know where he's at in his progression in the season and uh, um, you know what he's looking forward to in the 2022 season after uh, 2021 season that um, uh, he had a lot of a lot of ups and downs yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, a lot of weird things going on in his his 2022 se- or 2021 season. Yeah. So. Um, uh, what do you say we go ahead and get him on the line? That sounds good, man. All right. All right, guys, we're back. We have Josh Strang on the line, uh, Babbitt's Online Monster Energy Kawasaki Rider. Uh, Josh, welcome to the show, man. We appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, no worries. It's, uh, yeah, like I said, it's good to get on, uh, have a chat to you fellas. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'll tell you what, man, it's, it's good to hear from you. And uh, how's the holidays treating you? Pretty good? Yeah, not bad. Right now, I'm sipping on a high noon um, in the backyard, watching the little fella. Um, the wife and I got him. Well, we didn't build it, but we had had a buddy of ours come in and build a pump track um, oh, nice. for Christmas. Oh, that's so he, pretty awesome. Yes, yeah, so he's only three, but he he uh, we went to a local moto track, and he spent. If we were there for four hours, he probably spent three hours on the little mini bike track they had there on his in on his Strider. Oh, nice. Um, so we were like, eh, we can probably put one in the backyard here. And, um, we had our buddy, um, build one up for us and he, we're just out, we were just out here now. That's awesome. Um, just hanging out. So the whole, other than that, man, the whole day's been good. So that's, that's good awesome. Um, that's yeah, it was good. Now what state are you living in? I'm in North Carolina. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Okay. So I'm sure the weather's da- better down there. We're, we're actually yeah, in right. West Virginia, so it's pretty cold up here right now. <laughs> Well, right now I'm in shorts, and I could have a t-shirt. On. <laughs> uh, it's, it's really, it's really mild right, right now. Yeah, That's North, nice. North Carolina's a nice place. That's yeah. a nice place to be for sure. Uh, so, when you came over to the U.S. to pursue your GNCC career uh, when you were 18, is that uh, did you always reside in North Carolina, or have you been moving around throughout the time uh, that you've been here? Uh, yeah. So originally, I was in uh, North Carolina. Uh, with Glenn Carney, the other Aussie. Uh, so that was back in 07. I lived there for with him for about six months in 2007. Then I moved up to Ohio, actually, uh, in Salem with Jimmy Jarrett. Oh, wow. Uh, and I was there for about a year. And then I moved back to uh, back to the Hickory, Hickory area in North Carolina for another year. Then I went to California for three, I think. And then I've been back in North Carolina since. Nice, nice, yeah. So, yeah, a bit, bit of jumping around, but uh, this where we're at now kind of reminds me, um, reminds me of home a little bit. I enjoy it here, and it's fairly central to all the races, so it's good. Yeah, very good. So, you know, um, have you always been in off road, or have you did a little bit of motocross, or what? Where really got you started in racing? Uh, well, so my parents they still they own a motorcycle business in Australia. Oh. Um, that's pretty much how I got into riding. 
uh, I was never serious, never real serious about racing, but we'd go and do the odd stuff. And uh, we were like a rural town in Australia. So to get to any races, we had to, I think the shortest drive was probably four hours. Wow. Uh, so we did a bit of driving. It wasn't until I was about uh, 15, I guess, where I, I thought maybe that I wanted to have a go at it. But the off-road scene in Australia is, well, just because of the population in Australia, um, the off-road scene wasn't very big. So I tried my hand at moto, which I liked, and uh, and I originally wanted to go to Europe to race MXGP. I just didn't. I just didn't have what it. <laughs> I just didn't have what it took. Simple as that. Right. Um, and then um, I did some off-road races and was enjoying that at home and um, doing fairly decent. And then I decided to try and come over here and um, see what it was about. Now that you've been in the U.S., uh, do you did you get a chance to go back to Australia often? Or and I know that 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 COVID is kind of really dampered a lot of travel as of right now but before covid and after covid um are, are you able to get back home often or and is that something you'd like to do yeah before covid we tried we'd try and go back uh when well back when i was just i guess single or whatever i would try and go back every year uh, for christmas or whatever okay um now now being married with a family it's a little harder mm-hmm. So we try and go. We try and alternate Christmases. So we were supposed to go back this Christmas, but uh, uh, I mean, long story short, if you're not double vaxxed, you can't. Yeah, you have to right. do your 14 days. Yeah, Australia's um, kind of like makes the, it... they're locked down pretty tight right now, from what I've heard. Yeah, they're a bunch of pussies. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, yeah, I'm I'm not anti-vax or whatever, but right, um. I mean, yeah, it's you, it's, you it's, boys. Pro- you probably stand on the same side of the fence as I do. If exactly. Yeah, we yeah. do. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so no. Until I would really like to go home. So I'm guessing if it stays like that, then eventually I'll I'll get it and head home. But until then, I'll just I'm happy to live live in the good old U.S. where you can do pretty much whatever you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. So uh, let's jump into the 2021 series. Man, you had some really high points and some really low points. Uh, uh, what was you telling yourself through the season, you know, um, with that with the kind of season you were having? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, after 2020, uh, that was like probably one of the best years I've had for, uh, man, I don't for quite a few years mm-hmm. um and so i felt good coming into this season and uh it started off well and i think uh round five maybe i think i was three points out of the points lead yeah um, and i felt good and everything and i and i made a mistake at that one which was the second big buck mm-hmm. uh, and that was that was my fault i ended up breaking a front hub i hit a tree that hard oh. um but it was all, like all of that was my fault, and then I kind of just had a couple of weird things happen the next two races, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, so it's kind of just derailed, derailed the season a little bit. But I mean, over over fifteen years of racing, I've had very few mechanical issues on on any any of the bikes that I've ridden. Um, so it just, I guess, it just all happened in a couple like in three or four races which sucks <laughs> which sucks i mean it, some people it happens to some people 
over half the races right. all the, like a lot of the time so i feel like i've been fairly lucky throughout my career as far as uh, mechanicals and even injury dnfs go so uh i mean i'm not I'm, like i said i've been doing it for a long time so it's not like i'm trying to get my career started um and i need good need good results it's not like i not don't want them I, like i want the good results but i just know that um for every i don't know what do, what do you want to call it for every every low there's a high and yeah. vice versa so um i mean just cop it on the chin and keep going and right. towards the end of the year there um, we started coming back and riding uh, back to how i feel like i can right <clears throat> yeah going into the year you know brandon and i were talking about how that 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 you were one of our championship favorites just because of, of you know, without Caleb Russell uh, being there, you know, you were really the only one that there that had been there, done that, and won the championship before. Um, and and we thought that, you know, that 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 grit and that... Uh, and consistency. The consistency. Yeah. I mean, you're one of the most consistent riders, and it just seemed like... Just like you, like you said, just like one thing after another. That was weird case scenarios happening, like run-ins with lappers and and uh, just like you said, breaking a hub. Just weird things um, that uh, that happened that de- kind of derailed that 2021 campaign for you. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it. Yeah, just uh, yeah, fairly random stuff happened. And, <laughs> I mean, there's really there was really nothing really I could do about it. And it, like I mean, the team and everyone sees the work I put in and um, I mean it's just unfortunate really I, there's definitely a few place races or tracks that I struggle at right. uh, and the which are ultimately the rocky ones and I feel like snowshoe I did decent de- definitely better than I have the last five or six years and then uh, Beckley I felt not too bad and I had the, the other freak mechanical issue so it's like um yeah, so I mean, it's it is what it is. The se- I mean, the seasonal. It, I'd be, I'm just better off looking forward than looking back at right. at the at the crappy races. So yeah, um, looking forward to next year. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you still had like six was it six podiums I think this year, and you know, and you know, and a win, and you know, it was looking good. It was looking really good, but uh, you know, so what's what's the um, off season looking like for you? Um. Right now, well, we're just starting to get back into stuff a little bit uh, here. So, Lyndon Snodgrass, he, my teammate, uh, he was actually living with us at the house, and uh, and then we just had our second child just before Ironman. So, uh, he's actually he actually moved out to another house about ten minutes down the road um, <laughs> with actually a bunch of new Aussies. So, there's Lyndon uh, Mason, he's racing for Trail Jesters, mm-hmm. and then uh, Will and Gus Reardon and those boys. Gus will do XC2 next year and then Will will do like ex- extreme enduro and that sort of stuff. So uh, they're only 10 minutes down the road. So we've been doing, uh, we did like a six week, I would just say it's a six week lifting program mm-hmm. in the gym. Um, we just finished that up right before Christmas and then uh, we'll start getting back into a normal routine here soon. So um, just pretty mellow, not much riding really, uh, but we're starting to get back into it now. Right. And uh, definitely low on my Strava miles for the year. Um, when Tucker came, when Tucker came, it was it was like so. It was like a week and a half before Ironman, and it was just the perfect time where 
I, I didn't really need to do much more training to finish out the year. And then uh, after Ironman, I would normally do some cycling, but with Tucker, I pretty much we pretty much had our hands full. So right. uh, yeah, that I and cycling is a pretty big hobby of mine, and I was I was I'm low on a few miles for the year, but um, we <laughs> we added a kid, so that's all good. That's oh, why it yeah, works. That's that's for sure. <laughs> Um, yeah. uh, ha- having one kid is, is, it makes, makes it tough. Having two makes it, uh, uh, twice tougher. as tough, <laughs> yeah, twice as tough for sure. Um, one thing that, that I like hearing you talk about is, is the other Aussies that are over here, uh, in the States and, and, and racing and that you have, a, uh, something to do with them. Um, and we know that, uh, you know, you talk like we've talked about Chad Reed and, and a lot of, you know, uh, um, up and coming Aussies. And it seems like there's a lot of pride when it comes in, when it comes to uh, racing from uh, the, the, the country of Australia. A lot of pride that comes out of uh, you guys. And, and it's really cool to see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I like helping out Aussies just because when I came over, Glenn helped me in the, in the same fashion. So. He didn't have to put his hand out and help when I wanted to come over, but he did. And, uh, I mean, so he really kick-started my career, and I'm I'm grateful for that. Uh, and then so I just feel like I'm just returning the favor to other Aussies. There was such a big gap where no, no one seemed to want to come over, and I think that was because racing was so good in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, but the COVID kind of stitched them all up there. They haven't raced in 18 months. So yeah. uh, it's like it's a perfect time for them to get out and, and even if they're just racing for, I don't know, parts and bonuses or something like that, right. they, they're doing more racing than they were in Australia. So, uh, I mean, if for any of the, any people that want to have a go, you need to save you, like they, you just need to save money and get out and have a go. Right. Like, you, like you can't rely on other people to always do stuff, do stuff for you. So, um, so anyone that tries to get over, I try and, help them out if they're good people you know and um linden linden's a good kid and then mason he seemed i've I've only known him for the six weeks that he's been over here and um he seems like a good kid too so uh, i'm all about helping someone who wants to put in the effort right and uh try and do it but yeah as far as aussies uh yeah it's a, i don't know it's a mixed bag so uh, <laughs> it's that's cool to see so many aussies um yeah get over here and have a go I, some of them i think feel like they're more entitled than they are <laughs> but uh but but the the guys that i help out and work with and ride with i mean they're putting in effort and i mean they they know where they stand so i think it's cool mm-hmm. so 2022 um where are you what what events are you planning on doing um or uh, there's two fast full, full fast sprint enduros now going on and then the national enduros are going on are you guys leaning more towards the national enduro enduros or uh, i don't know like I, i'm pretty lucky now i've been doing it for long enough where i there's not a whole lot of pressure on me to do a second series <laughs> that's true um, which is which is nice uh like especially with the family now it's, it's nice but uh i'll do the gncc for sure and then I would like to do a sprint series. It's just the one of them's two day, and I'm um, there's so much you, there's so much effort put into so little amount of racing. For me, it's it's not what I want to do right now. So I enjoy the format, and then the other the other full gas is one day. So I'm interested in that. So we'll see. I I really haven't decided yet uh, what 
if I'll do a full second series or we'll just do some. Um, I've actually thought about signing up for Sumter, but again, those things are like, I love, if there's six tests, I love four of them. Absolutely <laughs> hate one of them, and the other one is okay. Right. <laughs> so I want to, if I go to Sumter, I want to enjoy it and have fun. And I know that place they can put in some tight stuff. And um, so we'll just see how the riding's going um, leading up to that race. Uh, but I, I, like, I really don't know. I want to, I also want to do Loretta's. So, okay. Um, so we'll just see how it goes, see what the team uh, has in mind. And, uh, and we'll just go from there, really. So when you say Loretta, are you talking about like motocross wise, or yeah, yeah, the amateur, the amateur yep. stuff? That's pretty cool. Yeah, what, what class? Yeah, I mean, oh, I'd do twenty five plus, uh-huh. and I'd love to be able to do thirty plus, but um, I scored those, I scored two points like twelve years ago or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a <laughs> at, at a national, so I'm uh, I'm stuck in pro sport. That's a bummer. I understand about yeah. the full fast sprint thing because um, I just still. Before you came on, I just told us telling uh, Rodney here that uh, I saw, we signed up. Um, we're going to run the the one day series um, too. Yeah. Just it was just for travel and work and everything. It just yeah. works out better for us. Yeah. Better for us. So we're we're yeah. going to go down in February down there. Yeah, nice that. Uh, yeah, it's so like I, Outback ATV Park or something. Yeah, it looks yeah, really yeah, sandy. Yeah, yeah. yeah that place is sandy. It's I rode a local uh, hair scramble there once. It was fun. Oh, nice. Sweet. Um, yeah, so that and that's the same with us, like with the, well, with the family again. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. easier for me to would travel up on a set, whatever days they're racing. I'm not sure how they've split them yet, but mm-hmm. um, that way I'm just spending one night away right, instead right. of instead of three nights away. So um, yeah, it's a long weekend. I mean, if you <laughs> yeah, and if you want it for us, we got to do it. We got to be fairly serious, so we have to get there. And bike the track, uh, all that yeah, good bike stuff. the track like three or four times, and then prep like get the bikes all ready to go and all that sort of setup. So uh, we'll see, we'll see how it ends up. And what, like I said, what the team would mm-hmm. prefer and that sort of stuff. So now, do you do you have any bucket races you want to do in your life, or have you already done all those, or what? Um, I'd I'd like to do some like a one of the French either the French beach races or some of the beach races in England. Mm-hmm. They look kind of fun. You're right. Um, they look fast. Be yeah. <laughs> yeah, they look fast, but they like they're just something that, like, if someone types in motorcycle racing, I swear a beach race would would show up. Right. Yeah. On is, on, is, YouTube, on YouTube, you know. So it's like a. Is that like one, like of, those, that one of, of those? Is that one of those ones where like you see like five hundred dirt bikes like going down the <laughs> beach and someone? Well, I think it might. I think it might be closer to a thousand. Oh yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much that's the one you're thinking of. So yeah. Um, no, there's that, and then they have a pretty big race in Australia called the Hatter Desert Race, mm-hmm. and it's more kind of a cross-country type race. It, again, it has some really fast spot um, sections in it as well, but um, that one's always interested me, and uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. No real bucket races. Uh, I like going to Japan uh, when I can to do those races, and mm-hmm. um, I went to Sweden to do the... <clears throat> They call it the uh, GGN Grand Gotham Grand National, I think it's called, mm-hmm. and it's it's same deal. It's a mass start, and it's a three hour race, but it's cool. It's on the island of Gotland in Sweden, so it's just different country and that sort of stuff. So I I like going to those races and doing that sort of stuff. But uh, until until racing slows down a bit more, 
like those those one-off races they're hard to commit to until right. you're uh, like unless they're in off season mm-hmm. but then by the time we're in off season we want to i want to be in off season <laughs> <Right>. like, I <laughs> like i don't want to be still training and trying to go race because if people are paying for your plane tickets to go to europe or wherever they're for the most part they're probably going to expect some results <laughs> yeah or full like yeah full commitment and right. in off season i just feel like riding my bike around fun. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's funny because before you came on, Brandon and I were talking about how you know, at this point in your career you have probably everything dialed down to a T on, on what to do in the off season and, and everything. Um, does that make your your racing more relaxed uh, than, than it was back when you were younger? Um, uh, just being uh, um, having that experience and having that age underneath your belt uh, to help you through the season in a year yeah i think the the honestly since probably getting married and maybe even having maverick our first um kid i think racing has got easier it's it's probably the easiest part of the job now (laughs) although i mean although the racing is still difficult Mm -hmm. um it's almost like you go to the track we go to the track now for a almost for a, a mini vacation and and the racing part's the bonus. So, um, yeah, I think over the years I, I've definitely kind of figured out what's good and what's bad, and uh, and where to enjoy where to enjoy the the racing and all that. So mm-hmm. I think it's definitely helped me um, extend my career a little longer than I originally had thought I may. So yeah. Um. So, uh, since you're um, an Aussie guy, have you heard too much about this whole um, World Supercross Championship going on with the Australian stuff? No, I, I, I read that press release they had up. Uh, I'm interested to see. Uh, I'm interested to see what comes of it. Right. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, it's curious. not gonna, it's not going to be easy to for, for anyone to figure that out if it's yeah. going to be a true world. Supercross. Right. And plus with I COVID mean, going on and all the travel restrictions yeah. already over there. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I, I mean, the best bet would be to piggyback off MotoGP or something. Right. Yeah. That, that would be almost impossible. So. Yeah. That, good luck to those guys. <laughs> yeah. 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 No kidding. Yeah. It's cool. Cool. I like it. It's cool. But yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Right. Now, do you have a favorite Supercross rider or do you watch or are you a fan or? Yeah, I watch it. Um, I mean, everyone watches A1. That's the most exciting one. <laughs> um, and that, I mean, it's just part of the sport. People get injured and uh, and all that sort of stuff. But, uh, man, I don't I don't know that I have a favorite. I just like seeing – I hate seeing – watching boring races. Yeah. Right, yeah. And that, like, if you have someone that's so dominant, like, um, I mean, like Ricky or – or whatever james was always exciting to watch because you never know if he was going to crash or <laughs> or hit <laughs> crash a or win yeah so it's like uh but man like some of those races that last year with uh webb and rocks and i mean it was pretty exciting all year i think last year for memory so yeah uh, no i just like watching it sometimes the supercross i'd honestly i'd rather watch the nationals right yeah just because just because i feel like it's supercross is gnarly don't get me wrong but i just like moto because it's just oh, yeah. gnarly it is yeah. gnarly it, yeah i always like, say it's a man sport <laughs> yeah i always enjoy yeah. it too because you know the speeds are faster the guys are it, it's more 
taxing on the guys' bodies, and it just really just shows the dominant athlete in people. And uh, but I, I mean, we're pretty excited to watch Supercross coming up this season. And uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, you got anything? Anybody you think is going to take the title this year? <laughs> Dude, I don't. I really don't know. I mean, it's hard <laughs> to tell. So, I mean, you if you went to the last what up to the last seven round seven or eight, mm -hmm. um, you would have thought Kenny was going to win. Like hands down, I think he didn't. I'm pretty sure he had yeah. points lead and was winning races. Um, and then he then he kind of crumbled. So I don't know those. Some, I mean, I'm only I'm only talking because of what I see. But some of those guys are. Uh, I would say mental cases. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, whether whether that's true or not, I don't I don't know because I I know a couple of them a small bit, but nothing like I'm not buds with a lot of them. Right. But but just some some of the stuff they seem to do. I know I know it's twenty of the best guys racing each other in the world. Mm -hmm. But but just some of the stuff they do sometimes I'm like. Like, come on, boys! He's getting yeah. paid like a lot of. Some of them are getting paid a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Lots and they money. and they do do some silly stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's like, and I don't. Sometimes I just don't understand. So, right. but that's why I don't race Supercross. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe I really don't understand. It's so, weird, but. Yeah, it's really weird to see. Um, uh, like you mentioned, Kenny, it's like it's weird to see how his his races kind of mimic his season um, in a sense of like starts out strong, but but ends kind of like just holding on to the last string. And and it, like you said, it's it. I don't know if it's mental or what, but the final races of the year, like just being barely a top ten guy, it's it's just so weird to see that kind of stuff going on. Yeah, and it's, I mean, you, if you, I don't know, the only time I've ever really seen him watch is on video or TV or whatever, and he, his style is so, like, the sickest style right. out of everyone. And, like, super smooth, and you sit, like, even on, in outdoors, he's, like, just, just does stuff that's, like, Stefan Abbott's, like, right. like, just sick. And, but yet, he'll just, yeah, like, he, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes it's just that's what happens. So, <laughs> so um, real quick, we'll go back. The last race at Ironman, that nasty wet thing, uh, the the flood, pretty much I call it. Um, you took second. Um, you and you and Thad were out battling all all day. How was that? Like, uh, do you want to walk us through that a little bit? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had a blast, honestly, uh, and. And who knows if I would have crashed, if I would have DNA, like if I would have crashed in the river and drowned my bike, and I might have been saying, oh, that was, that was stupid. <laughs> but like in the past, for the most part, if a muddy race that we've had like that, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, and I feel like that's what, for that conditions like that, that's what you got to do is like pretty much just put a smile on your face. And if, if you're able to finish, then great. If, if you don't finish, then then it then it is what it is right um but man like yeah it was from when the rain started to when we well it didn't stop pretty much um until we were getting ready to leave at seven thirty that night so uh i don't know i just rode and the problem with that place i think because it hasn't never been really muddy or wet there was it had water 
and usually we go to a track that's been a muddy race before wherever there's water you can ride in or vice versa mm-hmm. um this place you di- weren't sure if if you could ride in that puddle because it was bottomless yeah. or what right and so that, that's what i think a lot of people were having trouble with it wasn't so much the conditions were i mean the conditions were bad and technical but it was more so you'd go into a uh a spot where you would water wet, normally go if it was a wet race and it was a five foot deep hole or whatever it went over your seat and i think that's why a lot of people would drown their bikes out it was uh, i don't know i got lucky i got stuck uh shit, what was it the last lap so second last lap we come around dad was in the lead i was right behind him and he buries it and i'm just i'm just cooing at like yelling at him like just laugh like just because by that stage you're like well if we finish it was fun because we have we're both having fun and then so i'm yelling at him and then a lap later on the last lap uh he's behind me and i'm buried i'd buried it in a hole up like up to the seat and uh, he rides past me just yelling at me <laughs> and i'm like i'm like you sucker and uh and so that like it was just fun and that like that was the last time i saw him um because i was pulling my bike out but uh but like i mean that for me that race i just gotta you just gotta enjoy it and not not try and do anything stupid yeah uh and for the most part you either uh, i don't know just because i've never i never really was like australia is not has never been known to have a lot of mud mm-hmm. or anything and um over the years i think i've just learned to like i said have fun in that kind of those kind of conditions and um deal with it as it comes i guess yeah you know a lot of people talk about how how man i left my bike in the in the trailer at that point in time or or that sounds like a miserable time, but you know, you, especially with having the outcome that you had, when you think back, it's gotta be one of the top races as far as like, man, I, not only did I survive it, but I had a heck of a finish there too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that I was honestly the, there's still, I'm still crazy to me that they ran with those rivers that high. Right. Um, I, I think if, there wasn't that championship with uh, Stu and Ben on the line. I have a feeling they would have either cancelled it or postponed it. Um, but I think there was so much drama from that race before. <laughs> yeah. um, they pretty much had to had to run it to keep everyone happy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but uh, like those, cre- I don't. You guys didn't go up there. No, no, we didn't make it. Unfortunately. Yeah, like like it was. Uh, the man, I I don't know. Um, it was scary to go. There was two creek crossings that were that got higher and higher every lap and on the last lap uh they made us there was probably five or six team guys from all teams they made us get off the bike and walk them like um like ride next to them across the creek the creek was out high wow and it's and it i just i don't know i don't know irresponsible is not the word (laughs) but it's like to me it was crazy that we ran still ran the two-hour race and the conditions, not so much, like I said, not so much the track, just the creek and the river or the creeks that uh, rose that, that high. Right. It was crazy. But, I mean, I mean, it's like an experience. They, they'll probably never run another race that bad again. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, it's like, yeah, one day we did a race and we had to push our bikes through the freaking <laughs> waist-deep water. And it's like, it's like a cool story. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, uh, the wife printed me off a 
picture for Christmas. <clears throat> and it was in a field and I was uh, – I saw the photographer and I tried to throw up a peace sign, but <laughs> I just had the number one hands come up. <laughs> but it looks – it's like a cool photo, like mud splashing and I like I've still got goggles on, but like you can't see anything. Right. But, and it's just – she printed that off and it was uh, – cool memory from that race actually (laughs) that is pretty cool that is pretty cool hey speaking of goggles do you ever listen to pulp mx yeah i guess i listen to shows every now and then steve Steve mathis always throws you you out there for x-brand goggles yeah it's funny can't win can't win without them (laughs) yeah so so steve actually back in when i did those nationals yeah uh, back in 2010 and 11 he actually prepped I was wearing X Brennan back then, and he prepped my goggles for the race. So. Oh, that's okay. cool. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah, every t- when you said as soon as you said goggles on, I just started laughing because it's like I just thought of uh, <laughs> yeah. Steve saying that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's like that's another thing about a muddy race. Like <clears throat> ten years ago, I would have ripped my goggles off in in a second to, just so I could pretend to see mm-hmm. and not care about my vision. And now if if I can wipe my goggles and see out of one little quarter-sized piece of the lens, I'll keep them on because I, cause I don't have enough money to walk around being blind the rest of my life. Exactly. <laughs> but that's, that's stuff that you figure out like after years of racing. Oh, yeah. That it's, that it's not worth it. Well, it, you know, it's funny you say that. It's like you don't really think about it in, in the point of the race. You're just like, I just want to win. I kind of keep going. And then you're off. You're like, that was probably stupid. I could have went blind. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah. So no, it's, it's, uh, you see kids, kids riding by you. Yeah, with uh, with uh, just like little yeah. mud on their eyelids, and it's just like, man, <laughs> I remember those days, and those weren't fun. No, so I'm not gonna do fun. that again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shoot. So uh, um, you know, we we know that you like to you like to cycle for sure in the off time, and uh, you're a family man. Is there any other hobbies that you have that uh, uh, that's unrelated to motocross that uh, you enjoy? Oh, honestly, not really. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I I don't know if it's a hobby, but I like good food. <laughs> hey, I consider like, that a hobby. <laughs> yeah. So like. Not if Cam and I ever get to go on dates or whatever, we'll try and go like we go into the city into Charlotte to find. Like I don't mind spending money on if the food's good. I like spending money on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we like to do that. That doesn't happen very often, but uh, <laughs> I mean, man, I don't know. I mean, I like um. No, no, I don't know. Hobbies. I don't really know. <laughs> hey, no. that's good, man. Dirt bikes well, are fun. It's it, a lot of racers say that they're like, man, yeah, not really. That's true. <laughs> but he led us into the perfect last question, Brandon. Yeah, and that exactly. It, it, our last question, and it may not be uh, great food, <laughs> but we always ask everybody that comes on the show for the first time if you had to pick one fast food restaurant and one oh. candy. What would it be? And fast food, we consider anything that you ha- you can drive through. So, oh, Bojangles, Bojangles, yeah. Okay, yeah. is that a yeah. first for Bojangles? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's surprising yeah. though. I, yeah, really. Well, yeah, Bojangles. Yep, I'm calling that. <laughs> really, just for the fries because the uh, the fries are real similar to uh, the fries in Australia. Oh, oh really? really? Okay, I don't so, think I've had Bojangles fries. Yeah, they though you won't be able to stop eating them <laughs> but uh like i didn't try i'd never tried it until 
probably I was hung over after a concert once <laughs> in like 2013 and uh some of the boys that we went out with were like, yeah, try Bojang. I was like, ah, oh, this place is garbage. I've never had it. So I was just, um, and it's, and I'm like, man, these things are good. So, um, Hooked ever yeah, since. Yeah, so probably yeah. Bojangles. And then, um, what was the other one? I can't. Candy. candy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so none, nothing from here. All the candy from Australia. Oh, really? So, what's what's yeah. the difference? Uh, well, we call them lollies. Okay. So the lollies is like a, uh, just i don't know what you call me like they say gummy worms or something okay, okay. but okay. they have like they have like an australian version and for some reason they just have more flavor i don't know if it's made with different sugar Probably. or what but they, they just have more flavor than than the ones here Probably so doesn't have all pretty the much preservatives and crap <laughs> like that we stuff in our food maybe so it's pretty much candy and chocolate from australia okay wow. nice so yeah so cabri chocolate um okay. you can get you can get rip-off Cadbury here in some grocery stores, but if you look at the where it's made, it's it's a Hershey's chocolate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a rip-off. <laughs> and uh, but if you get if you get some if you know someone who brings Cadbury over from Australia, um, then then you'll probably yeah. You probably then could. That, that's that's pretty much my, what my mom sends me in my Christmas boxes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Cab Cadbury chocolate. So we we pack on a few pounds over. Was, the, I was going to say, it's like, Mom, i got to just start training. Stop sitting yeah. there. <laughs> I remember when, well, when we went on our honeymoon, Brandon, that uh, uh, we drank Red Stripe beer mm -hmm. in, uh, um, um, in Jamaica. And we came back, and I went to Kroger, and I saw Red Stripe. I was like, oh, this is awesome. It, it wasn't the same. As Bud, as Bud, Bud was, <laughs> Yeah, probably. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I think they have, uh, well, they have Fosters here, obviously, but no one drinks that shit at home anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in Australia, they have Coors Light, and I think it's brewed by an Aussie, an Aussie brewer. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so pretty much same deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's probably still better, though, hey, over there. Though. One thing that I know it tastes the same uh, is Red Bull, because it's made in Australia, and it gets shipped over from here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. That's you didn't funny. know that? Yeah. No, I didn't know that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, Josh, we've kept you longer than we told told you we'd keep you. We appreciate you coming on, man. And um, uh, it was awesome to hear your story, hear about your uh, last year and uh, this upcoming year going on. And, uh, yeah, man, we are really just we appreciate your time coming on the show. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me on. We'll yeah. uh, get together again sometime. All right, man. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get a group call with a bunch of Aussies one day. Hey, yeah, that would be that'd, that'd be, be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. We could, we could uh, uh, what's that Aussie podcast that we listen to? Gypsy, Gypsy Tales. We could, we could uh, rival. Gypsy. So funny story, Gypsy. He was my roommate when I lived in California. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. We, we listen to him all the time. So uh, um, he's pretty cool, and uh, uh, he's got a really interesting perspective on everything that he talks about. Yeah, he's a, he's very. Uh, um, the word, uh, I guess over the top, you could, uh, <laughs> you could use that, use that as a word, I think, but yeah, he does a good job with his podcast. He, and somehow he, he gets a lot of good, like a good people on there. Right. Like, like he has a lot of big names and that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, no, it's cool. Jace, he's a funny fellow. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, he is for sure. It's cool how he yeah. has that, uh, 
that thing going on where he can have people in a studio in California yeah. and it looks like they're in the same studio. I mean, that's yeah, I, I did say that actually. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So, uh, you yeah. know, good on him for for uh, for having that uh, awesome platform. Uh, oh, you fellas, you fellas, keep going. You can the sky's the limit, right? That's yeah, right. that's right. That's, that's our right. Plan. That's right. And, and, and yeah, we're trying to, you know. Uh, we're trying to grow this thing, and uh, uh, having guys like you on helps helps a ton. So we appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, no worries. Like I said, thanks again for having me. Absolutely, man. We'll talk to you down the road. Yeah. All right, All right man. All right, guys, we're back. That was Josh Strang. We appreciate him coming on the podcast. Yeah. That was uh, that was awesome. That was an awesome one right. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A lot of good information and uh, uh, awesome dude, awesome family man, and really looking forward and rooting for him, rooting for him this season in the 2022 campaign that he's going to put on for the GNCC championship. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he, you know, like we said last year, he's a very good uh, championship contender. And I'm telling and you what, man, if skill. it wouldn't have been for the weird things happening mm -hmm. to him throughout the season. He'd have been right there um, at Ironman battling for that championship because it was it, it was those weird things that held him back. Right. Yeah. I mean, like you know, like he was saying. Unfortunately, you know, he hasn't had too much of that in his racing career, and he thinks it you know just it just it kinda, happens and uh, compiled all right, at once. Right. And you know, and so I like I said, like we said before, we think he should be a very good contender coming up in this 2022 uh, race season. Yeah. And uh, excited to see him out and about in some other races and stuff like that. But uh, I tell you what, man, 2022 is going to be awesome. Um, awesome year for split line. Yeah. Awesome year for split line. Awesome year for GNCC racing. Cause I mean, the bikes are stacked, you know, you get your defending champion coming back and you yep. got the Guy below him, Stu Baylor coming back. You know, Josh Strang. Hopefully, he'll have a better, better season. Jordan Ashburn. Um, he's like that Diesel Duvall, right there. Last Thad, race winner, right? It's 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 going to be awesome. It's going to be an awesome year on both bikes and quads, and we're excited to discuss both those with you mm -hmm. guys. We're going to be having our preview shows coming up here in the next couple of uh, uh, um, shows. It's not going to be very much longer, and we're going right. to be back to our weekly Week shows for sure. Um, but what's going to be even closer? We want to stress to make sure you guys jump in on that split line Pulpum X mm -hmm. uh, um, fantasy page. We're going to be giving away some prizes throughout the season at the end of the season and you guys don't want to miss that. You right. don't want to miss the crap talking and the the just the fun that we're going to have doing fun. that. Yeah, it's going to be a good fun. So um, and You don't have to pay. Like To play with us, you don't have to pay. If you want to win pulp prizes, you have to pay to, on that side. But yes. if you just want to play with us, it's free it's for free. split line, and it's and it's what is it uh, twenty bucks I'm per series for? That's what it was last year. I'm yeah, not last sure year was tw I think it's twenty bucks per series for. It's like gas; it's going up. Yeah, for <laughs> for the, for the uh, pulp max, uh, it's twenty bucks for the uh, supercross, and and then I think it's like for, if you pay both, it's forty bucks for right. That's supercross and motocross. That's what we did last year. That's what we're going to do again this year, I'm sure. Yeah, and. Uh, so, the breaking news um, on the quad side, I know we didn't talk about it. It's not huge breaking news because we're a couple weeks late, but Brett Music. No, we did talk about that on the last we, show. Just, we we touched on it a little bit. Okay. Yeah, we're going to need to get Brett on and talk mm -hmm. about his decision to open up a race yeah. team over in the ATV MX series. Yeah. Um, Brandon Hogue is going to be his featured rider. rider. I don't know if he's going to have any more riders than I'm just sure. Brandon. I'm sure it's going to start um, out with Brandon. I would say, you know, I'm probably, I would say he's probably also going to ride for his team. Right. Yeah. Uh, he rode last year. I think he rode almost the full series. His dad, I would yeah. say his dad. So, um, very awesome um, it, story. It's very awesome to see, you know, uh, 
teams like that we need to see more of right. in the ATV MX series. Um, teams like that is the glue that holds that series together. So we're excited to see that. Brett's, a, I mean, Brett's a, a very accomplished rider right. himself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, was a pro. Um, uh, I think was he pro rookie of the year yeah. when he was when he yep. was rookie. Pro yeah, and so champion. Pro, two two time yeah. pro and champion. Right. Uh, Brett's no slouch Slash, at right. all. Yeah, I, I beat him one time here at Pyramid <laughs> Valley whenever he broke down right. the very first That's time he ever. <laughs> the very first time he ever rode right. a 450. I, I was I always joke around with him because um, I was like. Uh, I think it's, I, it was either me or you took the overall today, but we still both beat him. And I was like, I can always say I beat you one time. Yeah, we beat him one time. <laughs> we beat him. Yep. Yep. And then, yeah. you know, what was it like four months later when we showed up to uh, High Point mm-hmm. and he'd been racing the Nationals all all season long um, on that 450, his first time right. on the 450 and B class. And he was just smoking, smoking everybody. everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, it's good to see that um, he's still in the in the sport because therefore you know when he, when he left and he was a pro rider and you didn't know where it was going and now he's coming back into the sport so it's really cool to see it's really cool to see it's really cool to see for sure and um, uh, we're excited to see everything happening over in the ATV um, GNCC. Um, GNCC side as well yeah, it looks like Cole Richardson's putting in some time yep um, it looks like Hunter Hart and all those guys are going down south yeah fl- for Florida you know down in Florida. With um, as much as Hunter is wanting to jump, or with as much as Hunter jumps on the show, we need we should have some like live broadcasts right. from Croom. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> we're, we're, that's going to be something we're have to aim for. Live from Croom. <laughs> I don't know how service is at Croom. Hunter, <laughs> Hunter Hart, your correspondent from Croom. <laughs> <laughs> the weather down here. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. Um, but uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. Make sure you guys jump in on that split line, Pulp MX off road. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Fantasy, fantasy as well as the rocky, rocky mountain, mountain. Mm-hmm. um yeah, it's whatever but Ro- <laughs> he don't like that one because he, he i don't sucks like that it. one because it takes less strategy yeah that's all it's because you just suck no, <laughs> i do suck i do suck at the rocky mountain one for sure so um uh you know message us talk to us if you guys want to hear more um if you guys are interested in more motocross or supercross stuff we can hop on mm-hmm. on our because last year we did some weekly um, stuff on instagram midweek shows uh, if you guys want to see that again this year let us know and we can uh, for sure do that if, uh, midday type stuff if someone's artsy out there really artsy artsy, artsy crafty yeah if someone's really <laughs> artsy if you would if you could come up with a cool design for split line a new cool cool design send it to us man this is the first i've heard of this that's a really good idea see yeah that is a very good idea <laughs> because you know our logo we kind of you we know just we, threw we it. like our logo yeah. but it also kind of similarly resembles the uh uh patagonia logo. just a little bit yeah, yeah and i'm not really a huge fan of that yeah um patagonia kind of stole that from us <laughs> yeah but but uh no guys yeah if you guys i Whoever sends us a logo that and that we and that we like that we like and we ended up using, we'll end up like have a contest or we'll yeah. have like a, a six month long contest. Yeah, and uh, the best logo will will win T shirts or something. Uh, yeah, or something. We'll, we'll put we'll, like a little basket. We'll, here's what we'll do, and I'm sure our sponsor will be awesome with it. Um, we'll they'll win uh, split line T shirts, a guts racing seat cover, and. Uh, a Seal Savers gift package. Yeah. And, you know, we have some other sponsors getting ready to come on the show. Let's hope, yeah. So, yeah. so it might be worth it yeah. uh, to get your artsy, craftsy self out there I, and uh, yeah. uh, help us design a logo. Some, some people are, are pretty, are good, really good at that. On us, you know, we're, we're mediocre. Yeah, I did mine during, during a bus driver meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I did ours during a bus right. driver meeting, so... so. 
but uh, I just thought I'd throw it out there. That's a good idea, Brandon. I appreciate that. That's a good idea. That's why that's why we pay you the big bucks right. here at Split Line. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, guys, uh, for episode 59, I think it was a good one. Yep. Uh, we're excited to come back to you um, here in the next couple mm-hmm. of weeks, and uh, we're excited to get back to our weekly routine. We miss talking to you guys every week, so uh, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. As always, thank our sponsors, uh, Guts Racing and Seal Savers, and soon to be coming... Can't say it yet. Oh, you know there's, there's, there's a new one. There's a new one coming, but we can't say it yet. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys. We appreciate it. And uh, split line. Hey, have a merry, um, not a merry Christmas, but a happy New Year. Hope you had a merry Christmas. Have a happy New Year. Yeah, stay so, safe. Split line out. Peace. Peace.